ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back, friends. Great to have you here. On the Block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Always a pleasure on Tuesdays throughout the Syracuse basketball season to be joined by the head coach, Felicia Legette-Jack, coming off a terrific game against NC State. Not a win, but I think there's a lot to take from that. In Louisville, they'll be back at it Thursday at the Dome, 6 o'clock. So right after this show, you can... Listen right here on ESPN Syracuse, or better yet, head to the game and catch the women in action. Coach Jack, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year. Thank you. I'm great. You guys were busy, certainly during the break, playing some games and some practices. But uh, otherwise, how was uh, the holidays for you? It was great. You know, anytime I get to hang out with my handsome husband, it's always a good day. <laughs> so he, he came down to Arizona, recruited with me, and we hung out there for a couple of days and uh, um, just came on back and got after it again. Christmas in Arizona. Do they put lights on the cactus out there? How does that work? I don't think they did because they was afraid to get pricked, I guess. <laughs> so I don't think I've seen any lights. I think the street lights was all was up. There I saw go. one Christmas tree, I think. <laughs> I like it better out here. Give me the snow and, and all the, the stuff that uh, Christmas in central New York brings you. But, uh, hey, something, something totally different, agree. Something I different totally once agree. in a while is not too bad, I guess. So there you go. Say it. <laughs> Coach, uh, what, two, look, I know they, they weren't wins, but tell me what you take away from two fun, competitive games against Louisville and NC State as ACC play is really ramping up here. We're going through the process, right? We're we're just trying to keep getting better, you know, just better than we were yesterday. And, and um, you know, we were working towards something bigger than just wins. And at this time, we're trying to work towards, you know, March and, and really be a better team by then. And I just see incremental um, growth in, in, in all of the, uh, the, the team in, in, in general, my coaching staff and individually, everyone is getting better. And, you know, for us to call on Kyra uh, Wood uh, against the number six team in the country, and for her to go 31 minutes the way she did and play with such uh, intensity of purpose, I think that, you know, it's going to be a hard team to scout uh, come late uh, January or early February because we're going to be able to go 11-12 deep. Coach, I'm watching Georgia Woolley in that NC State game, too, and there's just when a player's got the hot hand and they can't miss uh, that feeling they get when they're in the zone, any other cliche you want to use here. When you're watching from the sideline there and you got a player who's in that moment, you know, is it just like get them the ball as much as possible or how do you how do you ride that out? No, you just say, welcome back, uh, Georgia <laughs> Woolley. This is what I watched all last year uh, at our previous school. It's a kid can play, and a kid hasn't played with an attitude um, all year. And now, you know, we got after a couple of days in practice, but it's better to understand, you know, the, the be responsible for the energy you bring to the room, and, and you got to get after some things. And uh, that's the expectation uh, for somebody like Curry. Now, if she goes to what she does, and the age to do the age of game and, and you, get, you know, well, you know, you saw Tisha play out of character yesterday, the last game. She's a great player. You know, we, we're, our expectation for Tisha is how she played against Louisville. And so I, she's been playing that way um, all season. So she had one bad game, but when we get them all on the same page, I think that we're going to be a fun team. And George is just part of that puzzle that we are trying to create here. Coach, you mentioned how deep you can go, how hard you are to game plan at this point. 
What is a pattern, though, you've seen from this team that you feel like has to continue? If it's Maybe it's Latisha's bringing in terms of numbers and Daisha's bringing in terms of numbers. Maybe there's a certain standard there. But now that you're in league play, what is that standard you feel like you have to maintain game in and game out to have success or even you know come close in some games as you did against NC State and Louisville? we got to play defense like we had played and, 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 and make coaches responsible for saying, my team played down to the competition. You know, uh, that, that, that's, that, that's not what you're going to be able to say about us as we move forward. You're not going to be able to play down to your competition because we have to rise to the competition. And the competition isn't with uh, Pittsburgh or Clemson or Boston College. The competition is with our mirror. And so we're playing up to the mirror, and, and they're playing down to us. And I, I think that what's going sh- to show is that what can be more consistent is if we can continue to play for who we're trying to become as opposed to, you know, uh, our opponents. And I, I think that the more mature we get, the more – uh, oneness that we become, you're going to see us play a different kind of basketball. We're not going to see the opponent. We're going to see our mirror. Coach Felicia will get Jack joining us here, presented by Bill Rapp Superstore and Wegmans. They'll be back at it Thursday, 6 o'clock tip time against Pitt. That is at the JMA Wireless Dome and, of course, right here on ESPN Syracuse as well. Now, you mentioned it's, you know, it's the woman in the mirror that you're competing against here, but Tell me about game planning when you have such a short turnaround, right? You're in league play, you play on Sunday, you play again on Thursday. How much does opponent game planning come into place as much as you're emphasizing the kind of team you want to be? Uh, the opponent play, planning for the opponents, it's about maybe 30% of, 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 a, of a 48-hour window. And it's not really a lot. It's who we are. It's what we're trying to do. We stay the same all season long. There's no disrespect. There's no over-respect about our opponent. We just do the same thing because we're trying to get a consistency of what what we are, who we are, and our, our cap, our character academics in basketball. And I, um, I'm excited about um that we, we, we're just trying to make this as vanilla as possible. This is just basketball. I'm not a surgeon, so it don't have to be different. It don't have to be an emergency <laughs> uh, because we're playing somebody's about to get have a heart attack or it's not going to be like uh, somebody cut their toe and so we can calm down. It's a basketball game. And I, I after being a part of this game for a majority of my life, we got it in perspective, and I'm trying to give these young ladies perspective. And, 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 and the word of, our year, of the year for me is clarity. That if you understand that we stay who we are and let people play up or down against us, we are going to be the consistent team, and we're going to be the team that people are going to be able to be fearing because they don't know how to coach against us because – they don't know how to play against somebody that they, that's not in the bathroom with us and looking in our own mirror, right? So as simple as it sounds, as cliche as it sounds, you know, I never profess to be the smartest coach in, in the country. So, I, you know, the, the comments that people could make is like, but she doesn't sound like she knows what she's talking about. They might be right, you know, but I'm going to be consistent. And, I, and my players are going to know who I am and they're going to know what to expect from me. I'm gonna, I want to know what to expect from them. And we go in hard. And if you're going to play us, you just better be ready for the consistency of what we're trying to be. And we're not there yet, but we're getting better every single game. How has, uh, you know, we heard so much about the relationship between you and Coach Sue coming in and friends for years, teammates back in the day. Now that you're really in the heart of a season, Coach, how has she become a sounding board for you, somebody who is helping you lead this team, getting to where you want to be? How's that dynamic working out? It's all of my coaches. Sue and I, 
are going to be friends. She needs a kidney. And she, if I got one, she got it. That's mm. my girl. Mm. That was all my college teammates. She's my best friend. But when it comes to coaching, they're all the same. They all are my sounding boards. KC's is just as much my sounding board as Coach Sue, as is Coach Sharkey, as Coach uh, um, Blair, and, and Coach Moore. We are we are a unit. We're in a foxhole as a, as a unit. We just they just walked out of the office as. As you you made the phone call, they just went home because we got a lot to do. When you lose, you got to figure out how to, you know, to beat somebody. And we had a great practice today. We figured some things out, but you know, there's no better or worse. It's all of us. We're we're in this together. Coach Sue is connecting with Coach Sharkey just as much as she's connected with KC and me. And um, we're we're not one ahead of the other. We're all this thing together. And that's what's so cool about the staffs that we created uh, uh, since I've been coaching. It's nobody higher or lower. We're just all in this thing together. Coach, speaking of consistency, uh, our friend Ryan has a good question, as always, and he he wanted to know about free throw shooting. And it's just one of those things. You work on at practice. You work on it consistently. It's just you. I think of free throw shooting as it's like golf, right? It's just you and the ball, and you've worked on that golf swing 100 times, but you just miss some, even though you're confident, you know your swing, you know your, 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 your follow through and everything. So going six for eleven against NC State, there, do you just say ah, that happened in that game? Is it a concern, or you know, how do you view not only that but just free throw shooting overall and its its importance? The problem I had was with, with the number eleven. Our goal is to get twenty, to get to that line twenty times, and for there we figure it out, and then, then then from there we're into the golf mode. You're gonna you're gonna swing and you're gonna miss, right? Sometimes you're gonna throw it, you're gonna make it, you're gonna miss it. Sometimes our goal is to get to the line. And we didn't get to the line enough. We didn't attack like we were blue collar. We didn't attack like we were trying to put on the hard hat. So that's my concern, Ryan, is, you know, why didn't we get to the line more? And so um, as it comes to trying to be a technical person on how to make free throws, go ask Shaquille O'Neal's coach how he got him to make it. And I think Shaquille ended up being a billionaire uh, because he got to the line enough where it made sense. And I don't profess to be able to fix it all, but I certainly know that we need to get to the line more often than 11 times, and that's that's what on me, that's on them, that's on us. Coach, I know you mentioned that uh, you spend most of your time on you here, but let's uh, get to that Pittsburgh game coming up Thursday here. You mentioned a great practice today. What uh, yeah. What is success Thursday? Of course, a win. You want to get a win in the books after two close calls here in the last two, but take me towards that pit game and what you're thinking as it approaches Thursday. Uh, they're athletic. They're, they're a smaller team than what we just faced, but they're so athletic and they're fighting so hard. And I think that they're way better than their record. Um, I, I just think that they got a great point guard. They got a great big. They, they got four kids that's averaging over five rebounds a game. So that everybody's crashing hard. They're, they're crashing dangerously for the rebound. They, they want it with all their heart. And so we got to meet their velocity of purpose with our own. And we got to really, really own that block out more so than the rebound. And then we got to be able to attack them because I think that that's who we're trying to become as well. So it's going to be a fiery game. It's going to be two desperate teams that's trying to figure out who they're trying to become. And uh, they want it like we want it. We want to protect our house. The Dome is a place that we feel like we're supposed to win because it's our home. And so we're coming with a thought process and, you can't just come and take what we think belongs to us. And they're going to come with, but we're desperate. Coach, uh, one last thing here. I'm curious uh, how this comes up if it does. You know, everybody's thinking about uh, DeMar Hamlin for the Buffalo Bills today. We all saw yeah. that play that yeah. happened last night. I know you've got a few Bills fans on the roster as well, but 
How do you handle that as a coach when something happens in sports that it feels like everybody's affected by? It may not be your sport. It may not be something that directly affects you, but it's on the minds of everybody. Is that something that you address as a team here and there and, and just kind of the day-to-day in life? How does, how, how does something like that come on your radar where you're like, I think we need to talk about this? There's nothing you can do to prepare you for that moment. You can talk to your blue in the face until you stand in that, that situation you have no idea, as a human being, how you're going to respond. Those grown men did not prepare to cry openly and freely as they did. That is something that came naturally for all of them. You know, the young gentleman that walked to the, to the hospital did not prepare to go leave, let his team leave on the plane to go to back to Buffalo and stay there and would be with it. His heart told him that he needs. You got to let the heart take over. You got to let the compassion become. And as you become that, that moment, you have to just let it flow freely. As a coach, if you fall to your knees and start praying, that's what you have to do. And there's no wrong answers. And there's no wrong thought process. It is what you think it's supposed to be. And the compassion flows through every single being. And the right answer isn't what I think right now and what we can prepare for. It's just God's going to put something on our heart, and we got to walk through that moment. And that felt like that was my son out there. And that felt like it was everybody's son because that's why it was a $4 million donation in one day. Our community, our country is really a caring country. And that shows what we can be as an entire country. You know, that moment right there, people walk peacefully out that gym because we are good human beings in the United States of America. And I just love that I'm a member of the United States of America. So yeah, I long answer to it was a moment we, I think, we, no one thought about Republican, Democrat, liberal. We thought about our son, our brother, our, 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 our friend is in need. Let's all go to prayer. And I thought that was amazing. And I pray that he's going to have a full recovery. Same here, Coach, and well said. Appreciate that perspective. And Happy New Year to you. Looking forward to chatting again here soon. And good luck Thursday against Pitt. And uh, thanks for the time, as always. Always love your perspective as well, sir. Happy New Year, and thank you for all you do for all the sports here at Syracuse. You got it, Coach. Thank you so much. That is Coach Felicia Legat jack As mentioned, Thursday, 6 o'clock tip time right here on ESPN Syracuse. Better yet, head to the Dome and check out that matchup with Pitt. We'll break and come back. The blind side awaits our Coach Jack conversation. It's presented by Bill Rapp Superstore and Wegmans. Don't go anywhere. 